All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 50 of Rolling with the Barons. I'm your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. All right, the Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League. You can find out more about the Relocation Football League at our website, www.relocationfootballleague.com. There, it will link you to all the latest news, notes, and tidbits. It can show you how you can sign up if you want to become a player and join our college series. Or maybe you are interested in being a coach. You've been around a while. Uh, You can fill out the application for that there, too, as well. But one of the most important things is it's going to link you to our socials where you can watch not only the college series games, our pro series games, but you'll also be able to tune in live this weekend for our uh, draft for the season, going into season eight. All right. So you can find the YouTube at Relocation Football League. Then you also have Instagram, which is uh, Relocation underscore football underscore league. You have the Twitter, which is RFL underscore sim underscore league, man. Just from those sites alone, you can find a lot, learn a lot, get involved very quickly, all right? And if you're interested in following your barons, if you don't already know, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BaronsRFL. All right. It's been a while. It's been a while. And I don't know how hard, I don't know if y'all know how hard I was fighting, to be quiet. I, I don't know. I don't know if y'all know how hard I was fighting to be quiet, but it had to be done. It had to be done. It was time to step back, man. Really get a, a reality check of what's going on right now, man, and do what we need to do to adjust and make our team the best team that it can be going into season eight, man. And it starts with me, man. It starts with me, my mindset, my dedication, all of that, man. And that's where we've been at, man. That's where we've been at. Now, the others, it may not seem like that. You feel me? And I don't care. You feel me? But that's where we've been at. That's where we've been at uh, recently. All right? And not just with me as a coach, but just the direction of the team altogether from uh, the marketing and promotion, uh, the storyline of the team, the views of the team from the public, man, because I can view the team however I want to, man. But if the outside world views it a different way, usually lack perception is what? Is ran with. So it's just thinking about all of that from the base, from the rooter to the tutor. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think you'll see a lot of big changes this year uh, from 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 the squad, man. I think you see a lot of big changes this year. All right, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yep, there we go. Back. All right, so. To get started, I wrote a list. It's been so long. I know I have so much to say. I wrote a list. All right. I wrote a list. We're going to start from the top. Future of the podcast. All right. So, there's been a lot of things going on throughout the league, throughout the offseason, just a lot of moves that are made. Like, every coach, every talking, every analyst has their own opinion, how things should go, how things look, blase, blase. Everybody has their own own approach to how they want to be involved in the league, man. And one of the things that I've been seeing a lot, man, is 
Sorry. One of the things I've been seeing a lot, man, is an increase in the YouTube podcast, man. An increase in the YouTube podcast. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Rolling with the Barons is not going to become a YouTube podcast. It's not. Uh, one, I am a big fan of the audio adventures. Like, even a lot of times when it's a YouTube podcast, if it's not a game that I'm really, really interested in, like, especially if it has commentary, I can listen to the game. Like, I be at work, I be in situations where I can't really just be sitting down watching the game. I can listen to the game. And it don't bother me, man. I, I, I kind of enjoy it more that way. All right? Hold on. I think this going to be an issue. All right. New phones, new problems. All right. We're still going. We're still going. We'll see if this going to be an issue. I don't want to be trying to change settings. My phone might lock in, lock out, lock in, lock out. So you might hear me tapping on the screen in the background. You feel me? And it's raining, so you might have some raindrops, but it's kind of fitting, man. It's kind of fitting. The best villains come out when it's raining just like this, man. But anyway, long story short, I see I see the moves with the YouTube podcast, man. I don't want to go in that direction, man. I really don't want to go in that direction. I'm a strong fan of just listening, man. I'm a strong you 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 learn a lot from listening, man. Whether it's just conversation, uh, whether it's a, a lecture, you feel me? Whether it's overhearing things, man. You just learn a lot from listening, man. You learn a lot from listening. And I'm also not I'm not a fan of how a lot of the coaches took the direction and I'm not really I'm not really with it. You feel me? It seems like a lot of the it's too many shock jocks. You feel me? It's too many shock jocks and I really don't want to be a shock jock. Like if I'm being a hundred, like I'm I'm being a hundred. If I'm being a hundred, I really don't want to be talking about y'all. Like, no offense, no offense. Don't take away from none of y'all talent, none of y'all skill, none of y'all success, none of y'all stories. I really don't want to be talking about y'all. Y'all not a barrier. Like I don't want to be sitting around interviewing a whole bunch of people. There's enough people who do that. There's enough people who do interviews and. I feel like it's important to kind of run their views up, get their team more hype. You feel me? Some of them, like, shout out to Mitchie. I think Mitchie genuinely just loves that, loves that stuff. He loves analytics. He loves drafts. He loves stats. He just loves diving in, delving in, analyzing players. He, he'll, he's, uh, even while he's doing all of this with the rookies and the prospects and getting y'all film and have y'all on the podcast, the mock drafts and all that, he's still going to come back like a couple weeks before the season and do the same thing with all the pros. Like, as soon as y'all are drafted, he is over y'all, and he's going to go right into the RFL players and dive in just like that, straight again. Like, it's just his passion. I respect that. You feel me? I'm not trying to be like these other, other coaches, man, and say trendy things and make ways to make people want to come my way. I don't want to overhype people and be like, oh, yeah, I, I like the way you play. And that, and that. like, some of y'all don't like how y'all play. You feel me? Like, I know if it's going to get, we'll get to the draft review. You feel me? I feel like a lot of y'all's hype. I feel like y'all, a lot of y'all's hype. You feel me? And we'll see. We'll see. But I feel like a lot of that just comes from the podcast, man. Everybody wants to have that voice because things are so, things are so, I don't know, man. Clout chasing. I guess everybody wants the clout. Everybody want to be the coolest coach, the most popular coach. Come play for me. It's like everybody trying to hop on. Like, I'm not saying this offensively when I say this, but everybody trying to be mixed. 
Y'all not mix. Mix is at a at a point where he didn't put in the work. He been commentator. He been helping behind the scenes front office. He's been through his trials and tribulation. Y'all not mix. You feel me? Everybody want to come on and be able to just say salacious things. You feel me? Mix Bill and Smitty on their podcast. They can do that. You feel me? They are kind of like they've earned that. They've earned that to do that. You feel me? Talk to the players. Great players like this. I mean, everybody can have an opinion on what the players are going to be. You feel me? But I feel like just a lot of y'all just utilizing that hype to try to bring more ways to you. You feel me? And like, though, it's smart marketing. You feel me? I feel like that's whack. And I don't want to do that. I really don't. If I want to talk to y'all, we've talked. I'm, I'm, I'm make it real honest. If we, if I wanted to talk to y'all, we've talked. I told you that, hey, you on my board. It might have been Months ago, like I don't feel like I have to go through all this. I see what I like. I like this. You, this is what I need. You do that. I talk to them. You feel me? Hit them in the DMs. Hey, boom. Like my pick been picked for a month. Mocks aside, my pick been picked. Just me watching the board. My pick been picked. My pick is helping me scout y'all. You feel me? It's go. It's an announcement. Tell everybody else. My pick been picked. You feel me? It is what it is. You feel me? I don't need all that extra. I don't need all that hoopla. You feel me? And that's why I don't want to go video with it. I don't want to be interviewing y'all. Like, now, I will say there's a possibility of us moving forward and adding a video aspect to more Baron's content. You feel me? Like, I'm definitely thinking of ways. I don't even want to tell y'all because y'all can already do it. Y'all just didn't put it in your mindset to do it yet. And I don't want to give y'all the idea and y'all run off with it. You feel me? Y'all not, y'all not about to do me like y'all did Mitchie with the mock draft and take my idea and run with it or take my idea and try to spin it to your own little thing. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. When I get to set up and get the know-how, because I'm studying, I definitely have a lot of plans or things that I want to do. The only person I might tell is Mitchie because he is somebody I would want to do that with. And if anybody's going to run with the idea, I feel like it should be him. You feel me? Because I would only do it specifically to my team. He would probably do it for the league. Then it can get to the point like even like uh on the RFL podcast, it might get to the point to where they can do it week to week for certain for certain situations. You feel me? But I'm not gonna let that out the bag until I know how to do it. It's just like this. You feel me? I don't wanna say I was the first coach doing podcasts, but I think I was the first coach doing podcasts. And I appreciate the growth of the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Do that. I'm not trying to say I started a podcast way. You feel me? It might have been it might have been Max. I might have got the idea from Max because he was doing interviews. You feel know I me? Mean? But I wasn't really trying to interview. I've never really been trying to interview y'all. You feel know I me? Mean? I barely interview the people on my team. And it's not that I don't want to interview them, but I feel like there are so many other places where they can go and get interviewed. Reach out. Do that. Don't they'll reach out to you. If you play well, if you do what you're supposed to do, people are gonna reach out to you to talk to you. It is what it is. Like you don't have to beg for no interview. If you have been worthy of an interview, you're gonna get it. I ain't about to just get live and drop a link in the chat. Hey, come talk to me because what are we talking about? And then I can't really, from a coach, say all the things that I really, really want to say. Unless it's like super hype. You feel me? I can't really tell y'all what or say what I want to say about people because everybody's so sensitive. Everybody want to be the star. That's what I think. I think it's a bunch of everybody wanting to be the star and everybody just can't just be the best coach you could be. It's like the most successful coaches in the league is the one who's the quietest. Bill ain't got no podcast. You feel me? Davis ain't got no podcast. 
You feel me? Uh, Voyagers, he got a little, he got a podcast, but he don't do it all the time. He's not trying to week to week out here do a podcast. It's people who's trying to gain hype. You feel me? And I, I feel like I can say that because that's how my podcast started. I feel like I need to gain hype about my team. But I didn't use y'all. I used my team. And I think more of y'all should be doing that. You feel me? But, hey, that's secondary. It is what it is. You feel me? Y'all do you. I just want to be a part of that wave. You feel me? I don't want to be a part of that wave. So, uh, rolling with the Barons is saying a true podcast, man. Audio experience. And that's a done deal. You feel me? That's a done deal. But back to what we should be talking about. All right, let me go to the notes. All right, so we're going to do an off-season review because I haven't said nothing to nobody since our last game. I haven't recorded nothing, said nothing, spoke. I just embraced my L's, ate my humble pie, man, and just been chilling, watching the scene, watching the greats be great and taking notes for how I can get our team up to that type of level. You feel me? So we're going to go with our off-season review, man. Uh, free agency is where we will start. And it wasn't much. It wasn't much in there for us. Like, there were a couple players that were in free agency. I want to say really, it wasn't like the Ethan King year, you feel me, where there was a bunch of big guys out there and people really making a splash. Like, there are a few guys, there's a lot of vets out there who can give teams who feel like they're like a step away uh, opportunity to really get that one piece, man, and compete, you feel me. There are a few of those guys, so we don't feel like we're that type of team where we're just trying to grab a piece, grab a piece, grab a piece. So uh, we really didn't make too many big moves. Uh, we we signed three guys on offense. <coughs> and really, we signed them all for competition. I think uh, we might have spent a total. I don't know. We might have spent like $5 million in free agency, man. Uh, I got to double check. But I do know that our cap penalty is that if we cut all three of them, we spend less than a million. And that was that was the plan going in. Like we got these guys, and then still specifically went to look for guys in those positions. You feel me? So we'll start with uh, the QB room, man. The QB room is somewhere we've really been looking. I know people want to go out here and say we we barely have a starter. One thing I know that we don't have is death behind uh death uh, behind Brinker. We have none, none at all. We traded KB. Uh, right now, something I'm thinking about is kind of a. I guess I'll say it, I don't want to say it was a mistake, but it's something that I have not bounced back from yet. We don't have depth. We don't have somebody that I'm confident my high breaker that if breaker is hurt, we can put them in the game. So we went out and tried to get McMahon. Uh, not 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 what we like. Not what we're feeling. Uh, ran several tests, ran, ran several schemes, and he just never really gave us the full that we needed. Uh, it was advantageous that he uh, could play the mentor role. Uh, that's I think that's going to be a big key for us this season, that mentor role. But he was just not he was just not uh, he was not it for us, man. So at the start of the league year, uh, we're going to definitely release him. We're going to let him go. Our next move is uh, veteran running back uh, Reggie Cromartie-Smith. Now this is a guy that I've been trying to trade for for a couple of years because the Shamrocks had gas and they had Gore and they had this guy. And if you watch some earlier, uh, if you watch some earlier Arfield games, man, you know that, uh, Hermione Swift, man, he came in, he, he made plays, man. He's always been a, a fisher, right back, man. He's always been efficient, and that's what we really needed, man. We just needed somebody. We had so much competition. We needed somebody that we could really depend on. Like, we had Mike Troy. Mike Troy is a guy that we feel like we could 
continue to develop, continue to grow. He could be a solid backup for us, man. When it, more so in like rest situations, but if it came to injury, we could not really put the team on his back and get things accomplished. Like if Kenny misses two or three weeks, we didn't feel like we could run our same attack and have our same kind of game plan with Mike Troy for those two, three weeks. Uh, Ricky Flores has been an entire bust for us, uh, but I mean, it's been a consistency. It's not just with our team. He's kind of been moving around. Uh, he's someone that we've tried to shop, but if no one bites, he is someone that we will release. We're, we're willing to let him go for a lower price than what might be asked for. Like, we'll, for, we'll, I'll, I'll let him go for a fifth. You feel me? But we also have rules in as far as what trades could be accepted. Because if I do that, then somebody else might want to do that later and think, oh, for a fifth, I can get this. But I'm only agreeing to it because of I lose no cap. Like, it's no penalty. It's just he's not playing, right? It's, it'll just be a release. If you want to throw me a fifth, I'll take that fifth. You can throw me a seventh, I'll take that seventh. You feel me? It's just we can bounce back. I feel like I can get somebody in the seventh, like a Mike Troy, who could come in and be more efficient than what you give him. You feel me? But that is what it is. We'll probably just let him go. Uh, Reggie Cromartie Smith has stepped in and made a, big impact, a bigger impact than we expected to a point that where he's – Almost solidified the number two spot, and we know it's kind of on a one-year deal only because not only his contract, but because his age, we probably won't resign him unless it's really a minimum, a vet minimum. But it's like he's really been efficient and effective for what we needed him to do. Sometimes with him being thirty-five and Kenny being thirty-four, sometimes I don't even notice that they switched and the running game is just moving, moving. I just happen to look up and check the yards and see the longest name ever. You feel me? And I'm like, oh, that wasn't even okay. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So he's definitely been, he's definitely somebody who should be on the 53. Uh, we have a little to no doubt that he would be on the 53. All right. And then lastly, we signed the, uh, Dakota Goddard, a former Baron. We traded him to uh, the Explorers for a few years ago. I want to say it was in the Allen Trotter trade, man, but he was just somebody out. No, he might have signed him. We might have released him. So I just know former Baron. Now he's on the. Uh, was on the Explorers. Uh, older in age, but with the direction we were looking to go, uh, we felt we needed a fullback. Uh, so we needed some competition. We had him in the room. Uh, then we had uh, Patrick Watson in the room. Uh, then we ended up making a trade, and that trade kind of solidified where we would go at that position. Uh, we'll talk about that more uh, next. I guess we could go right into it since uh, my next joint is trade, and that's the first trade. So, uh, Goddard. Somebody that we got, again, signed to a contract that if we released him, it would not be very, uh, it wouldn't affect our payroll too much. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be highly penalized. I think it might be like 250K to let him go. We'll take that because we made a trade uh, with the, uh, the, the Chicago, with the uh, Brooklyn Bulls, you feel me? Uh, we said Alan Trotter across the street. Uh, he was our left tackle uh, last season. Uh, somebody who ended up disappointing for us, but we could see how he could be effective in other schemes. Uh, I'm sure Coach Baxter agreed when uh, seeing the trade. We traded him for a, a fullback. Uh, man, I just been calling him YBL because. It's hard to keep saying his name. Uh, 
I remember Levisky. You feel me? By Carl Levisky. All right, York, York, buy off Levisky. You feel YBL. We traded for YBL. Uh, ran a couple of practices with him. Uh, definitely somebody we keep it on the team, want to build around for the uh, future. He's young. I want to say he's like uh, 21, 22. I'm not going to pull up the daddy league. I just know he's young. You feel me? Uh, and he's somebody who's going to be a staple in this offense uh, moving forward, man. Uh, really, really like that. Uh, the next trade we made, uh, we t- traded to Kobe uh, Drones to the Steamers for their second and fourth round pick. Uh, again, that was our right tackle uh, last year. We felt like we traded away 46 sacks between two people. All right, that's very crucial. We felt like we traded away 46 sacks between two people, and we got the capital that we needed in order to not only replenish our line, you feel me, and get back to where we needed to go, because I think we'll be making two uh, very, very big moves that affect our future, uh, I guess you could say, and our draft. You feel me? Two very, very big moves at the line position. Uh, so we're willing to uh, give up that second and give up that, I mean, uh, give up to Kobe Jones for that second and for that fourth, because uh, the Steamers are, again, are one of those teams who they could probably take a vet like that and, and elevate them to the next level to put them right back in that reload bowl conversation that they were in the previous year. You feel me? Last year was kind of a fluke for them. Like we played in the playoffs the year before and now we both out the next year, man. So things like that happen. I'm pretty sure they felt very confident in that pick. I mean, in that uh, decision to make that trade and giving up that capital because they have a win now team. And uh, we felt like not only could we make some moves with those picks, uh, whether it be through the draft or through trade, man, we just thought uh, it was the best investment and we're adding by subtracting. All right. Uh, the next trade that I have on the list might not be in crime. Well, it's definitely not in order. The next uh, trade that I have on the list is we uh, sent Sanchez Clay to the Aviators for Russell Rennes and a, a fourth round pick. Well, no, we sent Sanchez Clay and a fourth round pick to the Aviators for Russell Rennes. All right. <clears throat> to us, this was a big trade. Uh, the logic behind it might not jump out. You feel me? I understand. Uh, I'm thinking about things a little deeper than most people are thinking about them. Uh, we've already given up on McMahon, so we went in for our next uh, best veteran option that we saw out there, and uh, we felt like it was Russell Reynolds. Uh, we were willing to give up Sanchez Clay because we felt like we were going to get the same end result from Sanchez Clay and Russell Reynolds, where would be one. Uh, we're, I'm not signing back either one of y'all. Like I like Sanchez Clay, but for him to be the second guy or the first guy off the bench, you feel me? And not even like going into the slot, just like if somebody's tired and what he will probably demand. Uh, we didn't want to do that. And then we also knew going into this year that we just needed a safety net behind Brinker, but we were also going to be making moves, whether it be uh, this year or next year, to uh, really uh, change our quarterback situation as a whole. Uh, so we felt like having that stop gas, somebody who has one, somebody that I feel uh, comfortable with and that can use. He has a lot of things. He has somewhat of a lot of Brinker-type qualities. Uh, as far as the mobility, he has a little bit better awareness, but he also makes him kind of a little bit more scary. He won't take as big as 
of risk. You feel me? But he's still somebody I can utilize, and he's looked a lot better in our practices with our scheme than uh, McMahon. So that's something that we like. And then we also know that we can let him go. We're not expecting a big uh, – we're not giving him a big payout. And if we can come back the following year if no one else picks him up, and if we need at that position again, someone will feel comfortable. But wait, maybe get him on a one-year deal on the preseason free agency uh, for season nine. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully we don't have to use him too much, but we feel like for the capital of what does having these extra force. And this is why we go, we go for these extra picks later on just so we can maneuver a little better. All right. And we'll, we'll talk about that more now coming up. Uh, one of our bigger trades that may be a little bit underrated was we were able to acquire, uh, uh, Harmon Douglas from the explorers. Uh, he's the guy who lost his spot to, uh, Pat McNeil, when he came in, uh, he ended up taking his spot, man. Uh, knocking, he, he, Harmon became the uh, odd man out, man. He became the odd man out, and uh, we saw that. An opportunity arose for us to acquire him. Uh, we weren't going to ask. We were not going to ask. We weren't going to look needy. You feel me? But when he was put on the block, then we're like, all right, let's, let's see what that'll cost. Uh, so we ended up, us having extra picks, we ended up trading down from the Diablos pick in the second uh, to the Explorers pick in a second. So he moved from 9 to 32. All right. And then we ended up moving from uh, our spot in the third to the Lancer spot in the third. So we moved down from 3 to 25. All right. So I feel like we're getting a, a starter, basically. We're getting a starter without losing the chance of drafting two more starters. All right. Now, just for me, in my mind, every coach has their own mind as far as how they read the board, how they're approaching the draft. I'm going off experience uh, from one year. I'm going off lacking experience the next year and just taking all that knowledge and putting it together. I'm kind of looking at y'all, what I think y'all are going to do from what y'all showed in the past. You feel me? I feel like in those spots, we didn't lose too much capital onto us still being able to get players that we need and like at those same positions. All right. But I also know that we're going with more of a BPA approach in the draft that it doesn't really matter. Because I feel like we have a team of guys who can go out and be successful. All right. Now, there are some guys that I think that if we get them in the spots I would like to get them, they're making an immediate impact and be right there in the game. You feel me? And I think that could be those first five picks. Yeah. Three. We got two in the second. We got one in the third. And our first fourth round pick, you feel me? Maybe our second fourth round, so I'll say four. Maybe our second fourth round pick. Maybe. We'll see. It just depends on how the board's looking, man. But I feel like uh, we're still in a space to get a lot of necessary pieces, man, that can step in immediately. If how I feel I'm reading the draft board, how things are going, I feel real confident, man. Uh, Harmon has been a great, great addition to the room. Uh he does have things that we're learning about him. You feel me? But uh, as things grow, man, we'll, I feel like we'll be able to put him in the best position to be successful. Uh, right now, we're running him at uh, right tackle, even though he's known as an interior alignment. But we feel like just depending on how the draft goes, how free agency goes, we have a guy that has the option of being able to move to a few different places. So can't wait to see. Can't wait to see. All right. Uh, our next big trade. Well, I want to say big big for us. I don't know radar trade with us getting uh, Malcolm Buchanan from the Dreadnoughts. Uh, ongoing joke in the uh, 
in the coach's lounge, man, when Frankie put them up on the block, they said, who wants this 32-old receivers, man? Damn, it's a lot of them ARC guys trading these geezer gang players, man. But, hey, if it works, it works. If it works, it works. If it ain't broke, why fix it? You feel me? So it's been a lot, of, a lot of the geezer gang. This was one guy on the geezer gang that I felt like was kind of worth a shot. One, because we need him more for his credentials than his play. All right? Him being 32, throw that mentor tab on him or tag on him, man. We have five receivers, six young receivers in our locker room. You feel me? One, I know I can practice squad. We're going to be making some transitions in our receiver room over the uh, next year or two. Uh, having that mentor guy to give them extra XP while they're at the point where they're gaining the most XP, while they're at the point where they had this dev, can earn more dev. We thought that's going to be a crucial, crucial thing for the growth of our offense. You feel me? So he's definitely a guy who we want to end. And then he also has a role where he fits in being the guy that we could play on the outside, being the guy that we could play in the slot and get consistency from because he's been there, he's done that, and he shows it on the field as far as risking it so much with a younger guy who may not have the awareness. You feel me? So there's definitely, definitely, definitely a good move for us. You feel me? Definitely a good move for us because Especially with the new Madden, man, you can't count out injuries. Somebody could get injury, injured in practice and miss that week. It'd be a crucial week, and you need that one guy who can step in and make this role. You may have to swap around your whole formation side. You feel me? And just having that guy that we know we can swap in and get production from was key. I didn't feel like we had one of those guys and a guy that I liked, and I really liked Buchanan's attributes, even though that's not the number one reason why I got him. That was a bonus. I guess that was the that was the – that was the cherry on top, I guess. You'll go, we'll go with that. That was the cherry on top, man. So you're somebody I'm happy to have in the, in the room. And you'll definitely see him, whether it be uh, against some catches. He's even making plays on return for us, man. So it's somebody you'll definitely see play. I know people think, oh, that was a troll trade. Nah, that was a legitimate, we need that trade. And I like that move, man. The moves have to be more than on the field. We need more off the field, too, man. I've seen a lot of the people from my draft classes from earlier and how they develop, as opposed to how my players been developing, man. And it's like I'm just trying to take the steps that I can to help develop my players a little faster, man. It can't just be off of just winning the XP, man. There has to be more. Like, Devin or Devin the right people, focus training the right people, man. Knowing when to run the right practice at the right time, man. We just we had to get that right. All right. And then our last trade on the list, which was actually our first trade out of all of these, uh, we acquired Shaq down from the Wizards. All right. Now, this was one of my, I guess you could say tells. This was one of my tells from long ago about kind of moves that I was going to be uh, making going into the draft. Uh because I've had a strong idea of what my plan was going to be. You feel me? It was a two-way street, and one one of those ways got taken away. It was all in on the other street, man. And uh, <clears throat> Shaq Dunn, now that we can talk about it, now that we've gotten a lot farther down uh, or a lot f- closer to the draft, man, and we kind of know where players are going, Shaq Dunn has a lot of the Tyler Cage qualities. It's just not as flashy. I can do it a lot of the same things as far as how I would play Tyler Cage with Shaq Dunn. And he'll, at the moment, he's a higher overall. You feel me? I'm pretty sure there'll be things that Tyler Cage can do better. You feel me? But I can still get similar results. I'm not going to say he's going to come out here and get 10 picks, but if I can get five, okay. You feel me? I, I kind of made, I kind of understood from a while ago, like that's not going to happen, man. And it was just making the moves around that for when we go to make our pick. So Shaq Dunn, 
There's definitely somebody who uh, we feel confident in. He's looked real good for us. You feel me? All man out of the way. There's a lot of all mans out, man. And if you can just swoop in and get him, you feel me? It is what it is. And he's the guy that we can have an effective year from us. And he's playing on a contract year. You feel me? So then we can still approach the draft with the need of a linebacker, even though I have like four linebackers. You feel me? I have all these linebackers on my team. But at the same time, you feel me? A lot of people don't know that the last week that the daddy leaves could be upgraded, or which I thought because they ended up upgrading it again. Usually they don't upgrade it after the Super Bowl because we lose all the stuff. But this year it was. So the last week before I knew it would be upgraded, I changed my whole defensive scheme to a 4-3. I moved everybody around. Like, if, if it's a free move, like middle linebacker, the outside linebacker, or a Russian linebacker, the defensive end, I made all those moves. You look at my daddy leaves now, I got Kent Morrison at defensive end. You feel me? I got certain guys at defensive tackle. I got Shaq Don at outside linebacker. Like, none of that's going to happen. But all of that is a facade. It's more to just to draft, you feel me, than just how your team looks. And they're showing that. Like, because I've shown how my team looks. And since everybody's been saying, yeah, you need a defensive end. Yeah, you need linebackers. Yeah, you need this. I really don't need much but a corner. I need a couple corners. I think I had two left. I might have three, and I'm trying to get rid of him. You feel me? Nah, I don't even want to say it like that. I'm trying to trade him because I know I can get some trade bait for him. You feel me? He's a 75-star. Like, somebody will give up something for him. You feel me? A lot of – it's a lot of flipping. It's a lot of flipping on my team. That's why there's a lot of lower-level picks. I think I do a good job of finding lower-level picks and turn them into mid-tier players that can be traded later. You feel me? Some of them are into players who can really get in the game and make it an effect. You feel me? But, hey, anyway, long story short, man, uh, I know we're going to get some corners in the draft. I know I'm not picking CC. I know I'm not picking Groom. You feel me? I know. I'm not picking no corner that high. I know who I'm picking up there. You feel me? I'm not going to tell y'all tomorrow. And I'm not even going to tell you. I'm going to let Smitty tell you. You feel me? But I already know who I'm picking. He knows who I'm picking. He don't even got to ask me who to pick is. He can just wait for the time limit and do, 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 just for the suspense for y'all. And then put the pick in. You feel me? It is what it is. The three people who need to know the pick, know the pick. You feel me? Nikki Flames. You feel me? My my coordinator, my scout director, my my go-to man. He he he's basically head of football operations. That's what we call him because he do everything. You feel me? He knows to pick. The pick knows to pick. And Smitty knows to pick. We good. You feel me? But anyway, my whole lineup is switched. Well, defense, because I can't really switch offense. You are what you are on offense. It switched around just to kind of give a facade of what I need. Like, okay, you can say I need a linebacker. I would say I want a linebacker. And it's only like three of the linebackers that I want. And if I don't get one of them, I'm not going to get one. I'm not about to reach for no linebacker. I can make do with the linebackers I got. I'm going into this best player available. If there's somebody, if there's a, if there's a player that's top tier at a position that I already got players at, but I know he can go in and play. You feel me? I'm going to pick him over the player who's mid at a position that I need. Sorry. Sorry. I don't care. What's going to make the impact? What's going to make the impact? Who's going to help us win? You feel me? If you just going to give me more mid, I'm not going to waste that. I'm not reaching for none of y'all. This kind of what Dunn was talking about with the quarterback. If you're going to be the same mid I already got, I'm not reaching for you just off the strip of everybody think I need you. No. 
And it's going to be a lot of that in this draft because I feel like. How can I put this? I think a lot of y'all are what women would say. You ugly, but you got money. So I'll deal with you. That's what I think it is. I think a lot of y'all made with reloads. I think a lot of y'all made with reloads, man. And people hyping y'all for the reloads, for the potential of what you could be. Instead of just looking down the people who nice. It's people who's nice already. No reload needed. Hey, pick him. He's nice already. Hop in, right in play. But hey, people going to do what they want to do. I'm going to let y'all live and just move around it. You feel me? I'm going to just move around it. I think I'm going to have... I, I got to bounce back because last year we had like a bottom five draft grade. This year I'm trying to get a top five draft grade. You feel me? And not just off the strength of I pick 870s. Because I can pick 870s who's not going to play. I can just pick 870s. I can do that. You feel me? But we not trying to do that. All right? But, eh. Anyway, before we really, really dive into... Actually, I'm not even going to dive into the draft. I'm not going to dive into the draft until day two. Because my draft doesn't start the day two. That's when I'm going to really get my, my draft review. Like, that's kind of why, like, the team kind of like, hey, man, you don't seem really stressed about this draft. No, because I don't really know what to stress about. I'm not going to know what to stress about until pick 32 is picked in the first round. Who that? Back until that pick is picked, I'm not going to know what to do. That's what I'm going to do. The whole board reshuffle. Okay, now this is this, that is that. They're going to move this way. And then I also know how I can pick. I'm in situations right now. I have two picks that I can think of that I can pick something and start a run just because I picked it. And then they start thinking, oh, well, they do that now. I need to do it too. There's several situations where that's going to happen. I'm not going to let y'all do that to me, but I can think of two situations right now where I can do that, start the wave, change the whole draft board. And I might do that at the beginning. I might change the whole way with a draft board from my first pick. Because somebody going to fall unexpectedly that you was not expecting to fall. But it is what it is, man. It's all chess, man. It's all chess. It's all chess. But you still got to make sure you're going to be on top. <clears throat> Supposed to be talking about my team review so far. So far, we all right. We all right, man. We all right. We look like we got some potential. You feel me? I'm not, I'm not about to... I'm not gonna hype it. You feel me? I'm just gonna say we gonna we gonna do some things. We are gonna make some noise. You feel me? We gonna we gonna make some noise. You feel me? No shock drop, shock drop. Kitty Steele is gonna be a top five running back in RFL next year. <clears throat> shock drop. That's what y'all like. That's what that's, shock drop. Kenny Steele is gonna be a top five RFL running back next year. No doubts about it. Unless he gets hurt. You feel me? Then cue the genuine. Unless he gets hurt. Kenny still is going to be a top five running back next year. Shock, shock. Write that down, pen it. You feel me? All right? Shock, shock. Sean Bass Jr. is going to open up eyes. I think he will be top 10 in the league in sacks. Shock, shock. Shock, shock. I ain't going to say the league. I'm going to say the NRC. The league kind of big. I don't know what y'all doing over there. Nah, we're going with the league. Shock drop. We're going with the league. SBJ, top 10 in sacks for the league. Shock drop. Write it down. All right, write it down. All right, speaking of that, uh, we do have some some sad news. We do have some sad news that I forgot to report. Well, you may know if you're in the Discord, if you follow on the socials, but if you're new to this and not true to this, but yeah, if you're new to this, then you may have heard that uh, our star, uh, 
I want to say defensive specialist, man. I, I, I will say defensive end Tristan Van Rie, uh ended up retiring. He wanted to step away from the game. Uh, there are some other things that he felt like he needed to uh, take care of in his life, man. He couldn't really put the RFL at the focus and be his best player as he wanted to, man. I, I don't want to say that the passion wasn't there for it, man. It's just other things become more passionate, man. And that happens with growth, man. Uh, family family life may change the way things go. Financial situations, man. Anything, man. Anything. You never know, man. So, uh, much respect to uh, Trisha Van Rie. Uh We did have the option, again, of keeping him. I think the rule was he couldn't retire until after his contract was over. But it was the final year of his contract. It was something that he was really passionate about. Because the first time he told me, I was just kind of like, uh, we'll see. Maybe he's just kind of in a bad mood today because Yap usually chilling. Yap usually chilling. When he came back, we like, yeah, do I tell Smitty? I'm like, all right, go ahead and tell Smitty. Like, at first, I was kind of like, is he just going to become a generic? Like, do we just change his name to something else and just keep all his attributes? Like, what do we do? But then, like, the more and more I thought about it, I was like, nah. If my guy want to step down, let my guy step down, man. Like, I'm not about to be one of them people. Like, one, as a coach, you got to be able to feed towards ACL was out for the year. Like, you got to look out like that. You got to be able to prepare and prep for <clears throat> situations like this where you don't have your star guy, man. And it's like, it's it, it's it's harder because he was one of my star guys, man. Like, he was one of my star guys. Uh, the scheme that we had him in, man, there was times he was going to be at the uh, defensive tackle, times he's going to be at defensive end, times he's going to be an outside linebacker. Like I could put him in zone, he can get interceptions. Like it's so, it's just, it was just a lot of different Swiss Army knife that I could do with him. He had just got to start dev, so like the league was really starting to take notice. That my man was grinding. It's just like dang, man, dang, but. It is what it is, man. You got to always be prepared. We do have a few people on our roster. Uh, one of the guys being uh, Lance Harrison. Now, I know none of y'all know nothing about because I kind of find him on the low. You feel me? He was in the uh, free agency. His his rating was under the cap, but then I looked at his height and weight, and I was like, uh, nah, bro, you're not this. So I signed him and moved him to the way he was supposed to be, and he jumped up. It was like, yep, this is exactly what I expected, man. But it's all about Madden and schemes and how they pick people like – you got to be able to go through that and say, hey, you look like a tackle, but let me move you to center. So we did have one of my mans, and we'll see how he feels in. We also have Forbes, who we started a lot last year at end, uh, try to give him some reps. <coughs> <coughs> He's the guy who will step in when I have a uh, gap in those uh, defensive tackles type sets. Uh, and then outside linebacker, man, we still got SBJ. We still got Kit. Uh, I'm pretty sure we will draft some linebacker in this draft who can step over there and fill in to make the moves. You feel me? Hopefully, I get my favorite guy. I ain't going to tell y'all who that is, but hopefully, I get him. Uh, day two, he might be sitting there right when we get there. If not, hey, we have ways to get around it. You feel me? I got it's, it's, it's three of y'all that I like. The rest of y'all is just kind of like, if you in the fifth, maybe. You feel me? If, but it's three of y'all that I like. You can be a baron. You feel me? But we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. And if they go off the board and I don't get them, hey, boom. I already told uh, my second guy he's my second guy. You feel me? I don't think he's mad about it. You feel me? But you that Like, if this guy goes, I want you. You feel me? The third guy, I haven't told him. You feel me? I don't think I'm going to tell him. You feel me? I just snatch him if I got to snatch him. You feel me? We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I ain't tell the first guy nothing. You feel me? I ain't tell the first guy a thing. He'll just find out. He'll just find out. <clears throat> We got 
I'm gonna go back through these notes to make sure I ain't something wrong. I thought this part was gonna be a lot longer, but then I took a couple of days to really think about how I can shorten things up because I kinda wanna save everything for after the draft. Like right now, saying team review so far, like I don't wanna get too deep. As we get through the draft and the official league season begins, like we get to the preseason free agency, that's when I really deep dive the team and give y'all a look at what I what I think. I'm I'm not gonna necessarily say what we're gonna do. You feel me? Not too deep uh, schematically. You'll know the basis. We're going to run three, three, four, and we're going to throw it and run it. You feel me? We're going to throw it and run it. I'm going to throw it deep. Back up. You feel me? You know that, but the rest of it will kind of keep a surprise. The rest of it will kind of keep a surprise. Let me double check and make sure it's nothing else that I might want to say. Oh, the schedule review. I'm supposed to do the schedule review. I really don't want to. Not right now. That's not the focus. The focus right now is the draft. The focus right now is the draft. That's something else that we could do. The schedule review maybe right before we about to start. I know everybody already knocked out their schedule reviews right now, but y'all really not going to remember. I'm going to do my schedule right before. <clears throat> I might not even review my schedule. I might just do what I've been doing and review the game before we go to the game. Hey, this week we play them. We think this. You see me? I really don't want to do a big... I really don't want to do a big schedule review and go through and tell you why I'm going to beat everybody. Like, one, that's probably cat. You feel me? But, of course, I think I'm going to beat everybody. But somebody going to sneak one in. You feel me? I'm, I'm not going to say we the new explorers. You feel me? Somebody going some, some to happen, bro. It's a fight every week, bro. I'm not going to drag it like it's not. You feel me? I just rather tell you, hey, this might happen. This might not happen. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't want to do a schedule review. You feel me? We'll say that before. We'll say that for another week. Alright, that's the last thing. So, oh yeah, because it say RFL driving, talking about knees and direction. The only thing, the only knee I'm going to give y'all is cornerback. I'm going to draft a cornerback, but I only want certain types of cornerbacks. You feel me? I only want certain types of cornerbacks because I'm at a position where I can pick one or two best people. You feel me? People keep looking at me like, hey, you can pick one or two best cornerbacks in the draft, and you're not going to pick anyone else? No. I'm not. You know why? Because both of them told me they don't want me no man. Both of them looked at me in the face and said, nope, we're not coming out there with that secondary. Nope, nope. I don't care how much you pay corners to come out there and play for you. You feel me? Nope. We're not coming out there. You're not about to line us up against C.J. Robinson twice a year. You ain't about to line us up against London Lions twice a year. We don't want none of that smoke. Send us somewhere where they don't play no real receivers. You feel me? I said, all right, back. You feel me? Back. I understand. You feel me? So, nope. They'll be they they will not be barons. You feel me? I keep all deep receipts. You feel me? If you have a look and say, hey, right, if you ever draft me, nope. No, like yeah, all right, note it. Now now look at you. Look at you. CPU team dot. Look at you. Yup. Yeah, who you gonna cry to? Ain't no coach. Yup. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, you feel me? I just like my corners enough that I wanna do that. I feel like I'd be a waste of your career. So I ain't gonna do that to you. I ain't gonna do that to you. You're not gonna start over Dada. You're not gonna start. You're not gonna start over Dada because one, he nice. Two, I paid. You're not gonna start over Sparks because one, he nice. And two, he was my first, uh, my third. Now he was my second pick. Yeah, it was Cheese, Sparks, then Ranry. Yep. He was my second pick. Me ain't him. Send me nope. Me ain't him at all. I'm already ready to max out the checkbook. So, yeah, y'all went in, y'all went in and play over there. You feel me? I keep telling y'all I need a kicker, and y'all don't believe I need a kicker, but I, right. the kicker, no. The kicker, no. Yep. I got the new floater. Pick three. The Barons are on the clock. 
with the third pick in the RFL draft. The Bears pick. Wide receiver. Then you'll see it in a little bit. All right. But as always, protect the crown. All right. Earn your stripes. All right. Gorilla Gang. Yes, sir. These next three days. Gorilla Gang. Welcome to the squad. Gorilla Gang. Yep. Yep. Anyway, I ain't going to say Bomb Squad because that might be canceled. It might be canceled. You feel me? I heard. <sighs> I heard the, the, the miners was going to take my guy. I picked 12, man. I picked 13. So, I don't know what we're going to do, man. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Nah, nah. Despite what y'all talking about, no matter where the bowl at, you feel me? Go, Barnes.